Hello, and welcome to episode 167 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Sandy, we've been on the phone for two and a half hours already. I know. I just looked. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't feel like we've been talking that long. That's why I'm like a little alarmed by it. I just truly, I just saw the timer and I was like, is that the time right now? And then I realized that it was the, like the, the timer on Skype. So. Well, <laughs> we Oops. must be overdue for a chat. That and yeah, know, timely summer holidays. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's because we're also recording later in the week than we do, and so I know like some of the things. I'm like, did I tell you that already? Like mm-hmm. as I'm thinking, I'm like, oh wait, I remembered. I had to tell you this because yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes things are just better, better shared live, uh, live than for to sure. be, which. Okay, well, let's just talk about that because this week when I went, I had my appointment to go and see the OBGYN yes. about my hormone things. And so after the appointment, there was an example of a time that I just can't type a bunch of stuff out. I actually left voice notes to yeah. you and to Steph. You did. As soon as I got out of the building and was walking home because yeah. I had to share my experience right (laughs) sometimes when you have a story to tell it just has to be done by voice you just can't you know what sometimes you have to hear it because you have to hear the person's inflection and tone of voice and and, you know and you need you need that in order to have the full experience of the story but then sometimes the story just has so many like little details that I'm that I'm like oh my goodness I can't even consider typing this whole thing out right now it's yeah. going to be far faster yeah. for me to just tell you yeah and I think the other thing is is that if you leave someone a voice note I think there's a little more pressure on them to voice note you back which is exactly because I for sure I for sure knew that I had to hear like Steph what she was going to say right 100% had to hear that <laughs> you know and and what I felt bad was because you're in school at that time I know and I and saw so all these voice notes see. popping up and I was like I can't hear any of this I don't know what <laughs> happened because I can't listen to these right now but it did yeah, make it was for a, a, it did make for a fun drive home <laughs> yeah um but yeah it was that is a little unfair for for you um that that you're just watching all of these voice notes back and forth back and forth so that's ah, okay um, um anyway so I so I mean I already we have already had this bit of conversation but I think that it is worth sharing was the whole education I received about the HPV virus and vaccination mm-hmm. the doctor spent a lot of time talking to me about this and one reason was because he actually um like I've been tested for it right. and the, and so that was part of like the pap um procedure pap, right and so and then he said they don't even the, there's no lab facilities in Peru that even test for it that it's going to be sent to the U.S. and oh, so wow. I'll have the results in 16 days so I, it's, I'm not unfamiliar with, with HPV and the vaccine because when Jess was, um, you know, around that, it, like when it first, when it first sort of came out and people were talking about it and, and whatever, mm-hmm. that um, I had a conversation with our family doctor because at that point they were not giving it 
as part of the vaccinations that are done in the schools in Canada. And so I remember having a conversation with him to say, um, you know, is this something like, I actually said to him, he has four sons, like, is if you had a daughter, would this be something that you would be paying out of pocket right now to get? Mm-hmm. Or is it something that we can just wait? And he, he said he would have, he would have paid for it. So, right. so we did um, for her to have it. But now I know that it is part of the regular protocol. What yeah. I didn't realize, Henny, because I, I, and I never looked up, looked back, but I am almost sure that it was only given to girls. It is. It continues to only be given to girls. No, you are joking me. I'm not joking you. I am not joking you. So in grades, oh, in no. grade seven, every student gets hepatitis B vaccinations. And there are two of them. Yeah. And then it used to be in grade eight, only the girls get HPV. But I think the last, I think the last couple of years, it was the grade seven girls that also got HPV. I think they've shifted that down from grade eight to grade seven, but it continues to be only the girls who get the HPV vaccination, which I have for years said, this makes zero sense because this virus can still like men can still get this virus and it can still cause major health issues for them. Yeah. So it, it can't cause cancer of the cervix because men, because, because people with male anatomy don't have a cervix obviously, but it can cause other things. One of the things actually that it is, that it is known for causing in men is throat cancer. Yeah. So, like, why, if we have this vaccination, why isn't everyone getting it? I Well, well, we know. Yeah, well. Because the vaccination is not cheap. Is it only given as a, is it one? Because it's three. There's... I'm pretty sure it's just one. If well, I, because I'm just trying to think of, like, when I bring my students, like, down for their vaccinations, yeah. you know? And, and I think in, it's because hepatitis B is two and then HPV is only one. I'm pretty sure, but mm-hmm. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So, Cause I haven't taught grade seven for several years. Yeah. Because I, I mean, because, because the grade eights also, and the grade eights also get meningococcal meningitis. Yeah. And that used to be something that they gave to kids in grade nine or grade 10. And now they've pushed that down to grade yeah. eight. Everyone gets that. So it could be that there are multiple doses of HPV. I'm not sure, but for, yeah. sure, for sure at this point in time, um, it's still just the girls that are getting it. Yeah. That's ridiculous because, because statistically men, men, more men have it that don't, then they don't know they have it and you pass it back and forth. And so it's actually warts, which can be on your tongue or on your genitals. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Anyway, but he also, so there was that, that I, so mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of that, but then also, and in the reason they give it in grade seven, they probably have moved it to seven. And I think that when I was reading up on it, there are some places that give it in grade six, because the best time to give it is before um, someone is sexually active. Right. So, um, but it doesn't mean that if you've been sexually active, that you can't have the, the of vaccine. Course. Yeah. And, and so I, I, the doc, this doctor said to me that up until 45 years of age, you can have 
the vaccine. And that's surprising to me. Yeah. And so that was surprising to me. And, but then he shared, because I've never had it, I'm over 45 Mm -hmm. is that up until I think 65 that I should be tested every five years to see if I have it or, and so I was like, Oh, I mean, the test itself here was, uh, how much was it? About, uh, about $160 Canadian. Right. Um, and so I'm, I don't know if I'm assuming my insurance will cover it, but I don't know. Anyway, Mm -hmm. um, so that that's been sent off, but it, so it had me opening this conversation I was sharing with you, but then later thought, shoot, we moved to Hong Kong when Graham was 11 and he, and I was thinking that boys would have got it and he didn't get it. Right, right, right. So then, so then I started like, you know, Googling in Ontario because every province manages their, differently. their own healthcare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then I found where it said that all Ontarians under or 20 uh, who are who will be 26 as of December 31st 2022 are eligible for this okay three or four years ago it was only um um males um trans um gay men um Mm. that were uh, that uh, at 26 and under that were eligible to get it but now Mm. it's, it's eligible for everybody everyone so then I messaged Graham and Alexandra to yeah. say, you know, like, you didn't, you don't have this. You can get this. You know, I can't make them do anything. They're adults. No, but but you but, probably should. Yeah. And so Alexandra wrote me. She she wrote back. She said, "Oh, but I can't get it." And sent me like a sad emoji face. And I wrote back and I said, "Oh, but I said yes, you can, hun." I said, "Here's the." the thing and she said mm, no my mom told me that once I'm sexually because I was sexually active that I can't get it oh wow. said, misinformation yeah I said I said ah I said that's not true um you can and so Graham and I literally just had a doctor tell me that yeah <laughs> and so Graham Graham um wrote me back and said, oh, this looks like a good one. Do you think uh, walk-in clinics will have it? And I said, it says that it's available in um, pharmacies in Ontario, but obviously you need to figure it out. But I said, I'm, I'm assuming they would, but I would phone them first. But it's three shots now because the, the vaccine has changed from the original, which I think is Gardasil is what it's called, right? Um, but, Sounds but familiar. Now, but now it's Gardasil 9. So there's nine different um, versions of the virus that it, prevents against now so um anyway um that I had no idea I can also say that I can I have had a lot of medical things um recently and while universal health care is a fair I guess that no one gets pushed to the front of the line, but I also see that the cost associated with that doesn't allow for enough preventative type stuff mm-hmm. and stuff to happen in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, all this week I've been saying, I feel like I don't understand why that, why, why does it, like, why are there not enough MRI machines in Canada? I don't get it. Like, why, why are these not 
outside of the hospital that you can go and have done and they may be in some clinics i'm not i'm not aware mm -hmm. but it just seems ridiculous to me that people are waiting nine months to have an appointment at 3 45 a.m yeah. to have an mri you know like i don't get it i mean i do i understand yeah but i it's like yeah but yeah anyway it's to me it's, it's crazy but anyways, um, anyway, that was my whole HPV yeah. thing, which was, yeah, interesting, interesting and informative. But now the other thing is that I've had this pellet, this hormone pellet, which I'd never heard of. Nobody in Canada's heard of it. I'd never heard of it before. I don't know anybody in Canada that's had it. And, but, but it's very commonly used here. And so... I've and it's approved in Canada. It says it's approved for use, but I don't know whether you can actually get it. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. In Canada. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I, the thing is, is because you don't, like a doctor can actually do it in his office. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's one of those procedures that's kind of like, I, I don't know. I mean, and I haven't had to see a gynecologist in like a coon's age because I just haven't. Right. Um, but... I, um, it's in, like an implant that they do. I mean, it was an easy, like, I don't know. I was messaged you when I got there. I think it was 20 minutes total in and out mm -hmm. to have this thing done. And I haven't had any, any discomfort or anything, but it's basically put into your, when, when I was first told, women here told me that it gets put in your butt. So I literally thought. It was like a suppository. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, how does that even work? <laughs> but no, it's. It's in your gluteal muscle. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, um, all of these things, again, I think are partially not readily available to us in Canada because of costs associated with it, mm -hmm. which just seems kind of shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like here's the thing that's difficult about that is that it's it's really not great that people you know that that everyone doesn't have access to something because of the cost or that that everyone's access to something is not at the moment that they need it because of the long wait list yeah. because of, you know because there aren't enough doctors because there aren't enough machines because there isn't yep. enough money this is not a good system but you run into problems when it's a pay for only system as well yeah because then only the people who can pay yes. for are getting the care yeah. and then what happens to everyone else for sure 100 you know? percent. so i know that you know that there's long been a conversation about having some sort of a two-tiered system where there's a there there's there is the general universal healthcare system that everyone benefits from but then you can also if you have the means pay for things yourself and like and on one, like, there's a piece of that that sounds, okay, this is maybe better because then the people who have the means to, to pay for something are going to pay for something to get it. And that alleviates some of the pressure on the, mm -hmm. you know, on the, on the rest of the system. The yeah. difficulty is that 
you still have a system where some people are getting and other people aren't. Yeah. Still, you also have a system where some people are are dipping into both pots. Yes. And who gets to make the decision at this point, you must like if they were to say, okay, well, like, let's say if you make a certain amount of money, you must, you know, pay for your health care versus, you know, well, but that amount of money is very different depending on where you live. Yeah. who you live with or don't live with, what dependents mm-hmm. you have or don't have. Like, like, even that is such an arbitrary way. Like, I just don't see a, a way of making that work in a way that is equitable and just either. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, really yeah. what needs to happen is somehow <laughs> the government needs to dump a whole lot more money into the entire system yeah. so that everyone is just supported the way that they need to be supported. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I mean I I don't know how to do that either. Yeah. Well, I think just you know throughout this discussion thinking that why it wouldn't also make sense to have I mean right now there are some there are some things that are privatized. Yes. Right? Like labs. Yep. For some some x-rays and blood yep. work and that kind of stuff, right? Yep. That does happen. So you think, why can't they put an MRI machine in one of those? Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. So, but the other thing is, is that, well, then if we have this influx of people who have these complex, because they are complex um, diagnostic mm-hmm. tools mm-hmm. and and means, but then if you've got this and you still are waiting six months to see a doctor... What's the point of having that in your hand either, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. so I get that that you. Yeah. I don't think that I don't think that it's a I don't think it's a balanced system right now. No, but I think that would really throw things kind of out yeah. of balance even yeah. more. But the so I, Phil and I were chatting about this, and I I was like, you know, like seriously, like I don't understand. I said I get, like, why can't it be just as you were saying about how much money you make, whatever? And he said. It actually is that way, Sandy, because you get taxed based, like you pay. Yeah. You do get, you do pay for it to, yeah. Right. Based on your, based on how much money you make. Yeah. The the thing is, is that you have the same access. So even though you are paying more, it doesn't give you any advantage. Right. Which which is the difference. Which is fair. Yes. I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but yeah, yeah. we do pay based on. Yes. Yeah. 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 We do pay. Right. Anyway. Um, yeah. I've had to add. I've had to add it to. And, and the other thing is I, I have to be completely open. And I am very privileged to have the amount of coverage that I, I have better coverage here than I do in Canada. Right. right. And so I have to acknowledge that that yeah. I do have that. And so that is why I'm I can not be so concerned about who I'm going to see here, yeah. et cetera. Um, and it, I don't have to base it on money. Now I did have lab work done and we usually go to one lab, which is a, it's crazy busy. It's very basic looking inside. It's like three floors, this and that. But this doctor said, oh, this is the lab, the lab network that I use. And he's like, are you familiar? And I was like, oh yeah, I think I've walked by when, well, when I went in there, I can, and, and I knew that I was paying more for the same tests. Right. Because of the way the clinic was, yeah. the clientele that was in there, the 
way that the the equipment, the rooms and whatever, you know, so I then you're like, ah, yeah, I can see. This is there is some sometimes in, in I f- to that. Yeah, sometimes. Well, an inequity, right? Like yeah. and like, yeah, sometimes I I want like I end up in places and I'm like, I don't really know why we've got like super fancy furniture yes. sitting in the waiting room. you know yeah. like can you just maybe spend your money on you know your patience or your, lowering how much yeah how much things cost or you yeah. know like you know guarantee that you've got the best technology but like I don't need a really plush couch like yeah. like I I could sit on a on a like metal folding chair it'll be fine yeah. you know <laughs> yeah yeah, 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 exactly. So last week, Phil and I participated in the Pride Parade in, in Lima, and um, we didn't know what to expect. It was through work, because I think we talked about this last week, that Phil is the chair of the Diversity and Inclusion Committee right. for the bank here. Right. Um, and so that in itself brings up a, you know, why is it the white guy, gringo, mm-hmm. you know, doing this? But then... Um, I had a, a, someone shared a different perspective. It was Tim, actually. It left me some voice notes. And this is something that we've touched on. Oh, no. I actually had Sue, Sue Pimento. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't care if I said her name. No. When her employer, they had nothing. And they, it came to Pride Month last year. And there was, they were doing absolutely nothing. And so people were looking to her to, you know, sort of get this going, whatever. And then, and then she shared with me, she says, but you know what? Like, I, I don't want to be the person that has to push Mm -hmm. for all of this. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't want to be like the token lesbian that's like fighting for my cause because, you know, like it's, I feel like it's like, why am I fighting that fight? Right, right, right. And so Tim was sending me some voice notes back and forth where, you know, he was, he, he brought up a point, which I I think we've talked about also was that sometimes it like, it should, it has to be the right person doing it. Yes. And that when that person has nothing to gain except for trying to change cultures, trying to make things better for everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't feel like they're still defending a cause that, directly affects them, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was really glad that, that Tim, you know, reminded me of that to change my perspective on thinking that, you know, why, why is it, why is it Phil? I mean, mm-hmm. it does, it does make sense. He is in a position of power mm-hmm. um, to a certain degree that can help push change forward. Mm-hmm when people don't feel they have the voice to do it. So, mm-hmm. so that was, that was helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, certainly, and, and we're seeing this again and again, as you know, as our world continues to be rocked by injustice, that, that it isn't up to, it isn't up to the communities that are impacted the most yeah. strongly or the most directly or solely to speak out and to and to 
um, speak up and to make changes, right? It, because at the end of the day, when something is, is unjust, it impacts all of us. Yeah. And so it's everyone's responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, whether you're talking about the LGBTQ community, whether you're talking about women, whether you're talking about racialized community, whether you're yeah. talking about, you know, whatever, you know, it's, it's, you know, when something isn't the way, when, when people are being mistreated, when people are being treated unfairly, that impacts everyone eventually, yeah. you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and it's everyone's job to, to do something. Exactly. But so there, when you and I, before recording, we're talking about that. And then I was, then I was reminded also of my, uh, uh, someone saying to me that they preferred to go to a male OBGYN over a female. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I said, I mean, to me, I'm, I'm actually indifferent. Um, you know, I also am indifferent. But, but the reason that they gave makes, I can understand why you might feel that way. And so, because I said to her, I go, oh, that's interesting. Like, why? And she said that she just feels that when you are going to a woman who gets her period, mm-hmm. may, may have given birth, that when you go with your own set, gone through menopause, when you go with your own circumstance or situation of like why you are going to this person, that that they felt that a woman isn't always necessarily as open to what they're being told because they've got a like a bias to their own experience and their own threshold of, of how that experience was for them. And so then they may not take these empathetic or take, take your concerns as seriously. And so what do you think about that? Like where a male, where a male has nothing to base it on except for the information that they've just been told. Mm -hmm. I can, I can actually see that that, that would depend. It really comes down to people. Yeah, they're that right. But I can see where you could end up in a situation where that could happen. I mean, because people are human. Human, like you know. Yeah. But tell me, I, I need to hear. Because- well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I think it's what you've just said that people are human, and not everyone gets it right. And I don't believe that um, it would be advantageous. I'm about to say something and then I'm about to potentially contradict myself. So I don't, and I'm well aware of it, but I'm going to do it anyway. So I don't think that I believe that it would be advantageous or not to have um, a medical doctor taking care of you who may have had something, a similar experience or not, you know, like, like I think, you know, a a person who is, you know, an orthopedic surgeon doesn't need to broken their own bones in order to give you good care, you know? Yeah. Um, Now, if an orthopedic surgeon had broken their own bones and had a really terrible experience with the surgery, would that potentially make them more empathetic or 
if an orthopedic sur surgeon had broken bones and had no issue with the surgery at all, it was super easy, would they just assume that everyone else should have no issue? I don't think so. Yeah. Not if they're, not if they're a person worth their salt. Yeah. You know, now here's where I may contradict myself because when you said this to me, I like thought about it for a moment and then I was like, because this person who was speaking to you, their theory was, I would, I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I yeah. think that this person's theory was someone is going to be more open-minded and more empathetic to what I'm experiencing if they haven't had these experiences themselves. Yes, basically. So then my question is to you, would you prefer that your WW coach <laughs> be a person who never lost weight? No. So However, but no, but Henny, come on. There are, that is, okay, I'm going to just like, going to blow a hole right in that. Go for it. Go for it. I'm, I, I'm happy to have it's, the, it's because it's, truly it was just like a, 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 an immediate thought that I was like, mm, I don't know about that. No, but, but the same thing happens. And we know, Henny, you know that there are people that you have worked with in the past, maybe still do, that will, I, I don't know why. Why do they keep talking about, uh, you know, but you can't control what you eat after this time of night? I can do it. Why can't you? So, 100%. Yes. They have yes. lost They have lost the weight, but yes. their experience doing it has been completely different. And so they, because they have been able to do it this way, they can't understand why is it so hard for you. Correct. Correct. And so I don't think that <laughs> just because you've had an experience, that makes you empathetic or that makes you understanding or that makes you open-minded. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe that because you are 100% true. You are 100% right with what you're saying. Because, yeah. you know, if you find your, if you attend WW workshops and you find yourself being picky about which coach you like to listen to or which coach you like to avoid, you're, you know, you're in the same boat as all of us, right? Like, yeah. because there, you know, because, because like what you said a few minutes ago, Sandy, like people are people and humans make mistakes and humans mm -hmm. do the wrong thing, right? Now, do I think, yeah, like, and so I guess this is the question is, do I think that someone who has learned about weight, weight gain, weight loss, uh, food, nutrition, but has never struggled with their own weight in their entire life, do I want that person being like the listening ear and being the encourager and the enthusiast on along my own journey? I don't know. Okay. Well, there's, there are some unicorns like Dr. Foster. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking about as I said it. And I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so here's where I think it once again comes back to what you said. 
I, I don't think that it has anything to do with the gender of the professional, whether they're a teacher or a medical professional or, a, you know, or, a, you know, not a professional at all. And just a, just a lowly old WW coach. Like, like, I, I don't think the gender, the age, the lifestyle, the life, ex- like, I, I don't think any of those things actually matter. I think what matters is the person mm-hmm. and perhaps the experiences in life that that person has had. Yeah. And that's not to say that that person needs to have had these like A, B and C experiences. Yeah. But if you are a per- like in, in general, if you are a person who has um, experienced some sort of loss, some sort of grief, some sort of hardship, some sort of joy, some sort of family, so like like whatever those things might be. Like if you have had a wide range of experiences, I would think that hopefully that would translate into more empathy, more open-mindedness, more compassion, more considerateness. Like, but I mean, we know that that's not necessarily the case either right so so i don't i i i would continue to say i don't know as i would you don't buy it prefer to have a male or a female gynecologist one way or the other like i Mm. think i would like to have a person that I trust, a person that yeah. I feel comfortable with, a person who is good at their job, and, mm-hmm. and and a person who is interested in knowing more, knowing the latest, knowing the best, you know, and taking care of their patients. Exactly. You know, yeah. like so yeah, I, I don't I don't buy that gender makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean I like I've said I've I've had male and female like GPs, I've had male and female dentists, I've had male and female um, like gynecologists. My obstetrician was for just my obstetrician was male, all, all three um, kids. But I, I, for me, I, I, it, the deciding factor for me would be how I, how they made me feel while yeah. I was with them and sharing my experience. But, mm-hmm. but it was just, it was an interesting, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the long and the short of it is like, you don't actually know what anyone else's experience is. Yeah. So, you know, you've got your own mm-hmm. and you can, you can take lots from that and you can learn lots from that. But at the end of the day, everyone is coming from a different place, experiencing a different thing, you yep. know, and there are similarities, but nothing is ever exactly the same. Yeah. And, and when it, I mean, that's, that's just like speaking to people from who live in different countries and have different healthcare systems, different education systems. Like, you know, you, you begin to see, oh, like just because we do it this way doesn't mean it's, it's one the right way necessarily mm-hmm. or the only way that you can mm-hmm. you know go about it so yeah yeah interesting mm-hmm. interesting so right. sandy this is completely unrelated and yeah much like less important than anything we've just talked about but something that i've recently done that i haven't told you about oh my goodness yet, because i was saving it for the podcast 
So I finally last week thought, you know what? I'm just going to give this a try and see how it goes. Oh my goodness. And I didn't really, it's one of those things that is like, it comes along relatively frequently. There's always sort of an offer or something that's like trying to get you to try it. And I've always been like, nah, not for me, not for me, not for me. And so finally, oh my goodness, what is it? I'm just going to do it. Yep. So I signed up last week for one of those like meal kit services. Ah, I, you know what? I was thinking that is what you're going to tell me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And because there was, I don't even know where I got the, like the coupon, but the coupon felt like it was a better offer than what is typically because like because the thing yeah. is like I live in a condo building so in the mail room like these yep. things for like all these different meal services they're always there like you know up to this much money off or get a free box of this or like whatever right and but it it never actually adds up to that much savings you know yep. <laughs> but um this one was a particularly good discount and with the cost of groceries right now, yeah, like true, I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna try this for a couple of weeks and I'll like pay attention, like, you know, dollar for dollar and cent for cent and sort of see what happens, right? Yeah. Like, cause I because I kind of had a sense that at this point it's probably not going to be any more money than I would be spending anyway and I thought if it's really great and fun and easy like I'll try it and like and and I know from other people who use meal service like meal kit services that you can have them as frequently or infrequently as you like and like there's quite a bit of flexibility with it so in order to get the fullness of my coupon I have to use it three weeks in a row okay but I thought that's totally fine because it was the last week of school and now a couple of weeks that I'm home. And so I need, like, I need food, you know, yeah. and I, you know, my brother is living with me. So then there's some extra food, you know, like what, you know, and, you know, and I can make dinner for Mark and me and like, you know, it's totally fine. So I was like looking at all the, re- and it was quite fun to like, look at all the recipes and like pick the ones that I wanted. And, and then the food came and it was like, you know, like three like brown bags, you know, in the big box and each yeah. brown bag, like the one I've only made one of them. I'm going to make the other two today. But the the one meal um, had you had to like chop a pepper. And so like in the brown bag, there was like a, a yellow pepper. <laughs> I was like, oh, perfect. Right. So like you just and all these little bags of spices, you pull it yeah. all out like the meat and the cheese is like packed in a different spot in the box so that it's right by the ice so that it's nice and cold like I mean it was everything is biodegradable or recyclable so I felt like okay about the the packaging and the first thing that I made Sandy was so good so it was a mixture of arugula and spinach it was a salad so it was uh, arugula and spinach, which I love. And then there were chickpeas that you ha- put some spices on and roasted. Okay. And then you chopped up the yellow pepper. Yep. And then there were, there was chicken breast as well that you seasoned and 
um, pan seared and then roasted in the oven. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, sliced it all up and put it all in a bowl. So it sounds pretty basic and it was pretty basic but then the the dressing that they sent with for the salad was caesar dressing and i was like first of all i never would consider putting caesar dressing salad that had chickpeas in it yeah i never would consider putting caesar dressing on a salad that was anything romaine like like putting on arugula felt very strange Sandy, can I tell you this salad? Oh my god, was so good! It was so good that, but like, here's the thing, and I know from people who have used these kits before in the past that they say, like, I love to do it for a little while, get some meal ideas, and then just do it on my own. And that's exactly what I thought. Like, I'm just gonna file this sucker away because. I mean, how difficult is it to roast some chicken, roast some chickpeas, slice up a like a a yellow pepper and like mix it all together with some arugula? Like I could do that without a recipe even. Yeah. And, you know, I always use a recipe. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty simple. Pretty, pretty simple. But uh, it was so delicious. Oh, my goodness. That when you were saying it, I was like, she's going to say a meal kit. But that I I'm surprised. But. You know, I, was, I was also surprised by myself, but I thought, you know what? This is the time. This is the time. Yeah. Try yeah, but, now. But, but that's it. Don't you find sometimes, and then it's like, I'm not, I'm going to say like a moment of weakness, but that's not what I mean. It just mm. means like a, a moment that you're just like, why not? Why not? That's exactly what it felt like in the, at the yeah. moment. I was like, okay, but you've never even tried it. So yeah. why not? Yeah. So I, yeah. so I did that one earlier this week. It was delicious. What I'm making for lunch today is um, grilled zucchini mm-hmm. with uh, ground beef and roasted tomato kind Ooh, of like yum. mixture and in a skillet in the oven with some cheese on top. Oh. I mean, That's... once again, like it's super simple. It's super basic. Yeah. But just to have like all of the ingredients and just the right amount of them have been delivered to my home that I can just make it and then I'll have two perfect servings and that's it like it just it just felt uh simple yeah which 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 um service was it hello fresh okay so I know my my colleague and friend she has used in the past and continues to use periodically good food yeah and she she really likes that this one it was just the the offer the the, yeah the offer felt like it was worth taking advantage of yeah so but then you know what else i did so in the first so my first box came last last weekend and so in the so i opened the box and i'm taking all this stuff out and the recipe cards are in there, but then also in the recipe cards are like other coupons for things. Oh no. So what else did you order? Wow. This is how so, they got you. This is how they're they like, got me. Like to take they, the bait, take the bait. This, this okay. is how they got me. And like, I'm in that, like, it's the end of the school year and it's like summer vacation. And so now I'm in like, I need to celebrate mode, you know, but like yep. not celebrate with food. So I'm celebrating with everything else. Like, <laughs> like, like your Dyson that you're getting. <laughs> I also bought a vacuum. 
<laughs> so correct. Um, so this, so anyway, all of the coupons, I was like, I won't use that. I won't use that. I won't use that. They all went in the trash except for one. And I put it on the counter because I thought I might use that. And I put it on the counter and it sat on the counter mm-hmm. for six days. Okay. And this morning it was still sitting on the counter and I saw it and I thought, I'm just going to look at the website. <laughs> <laughs> and I used the coupon. Okay. And made a purchase what? i'm just finding the company's name so i say the right thing it was nature bee and okay. they're like beeswax you know yep. beeswax um products so that you you don't have to use plastic yep so i got yeah so i so i made a little made a little order and i mean i have a couple of beeswax sheets yeah. I and i use them all the time and i love yep. them they mm-hmm. kind of, I, I know I've said this on the podcast before, they kind of creep me out initially because they feel kind of funny. Yeah. Texture's weird. Um, but I use them all the time and they're great. And you know what? Actually, the thing that I love them the most for is if you cut like half an onion mm-hmm. and then you wrap the other half of the onion in this beeswax and you put it in the fridge, the like the odor of the onion the fragrance from the onion does not escape like and this and you if you cut half an onion and you put it in a tupperware your entire fridge is going to smell like onion you wrap it in saran wrap your entire fridge is going to smell like onion you wrap it in one of these beeswax things nothing i I, but you know i have a kajillion I, i beeswax everything i actually have a full case of stuff that I haven't even opened yet that I ordered because Abigo, that's who I buy from. That's who I bought. The the, the people that I have the yeah. shit from before from Abigo. And they, when I, just before I went in May, were changing their um, uh, packaging size to, sh- to fit better with like shipping. And, right. and so it was 50% off. And so I... I think I have like $120 worth of stuff in there, but I have like different size, like, you know, multi-pack, whatever. But I, I use, like, I use it all the time. And this is so, I was, I was telling you earlier that I had forgot to put um, asparagus in a recipe, Mm -hmm. but that asparagus was, I bought last Friday, we had, we had a little, we had some of it on, on the weekend, but then it sat in the fridge until I used it yesterday and it was still crisp Yeah, and it was wrapped. I use it for herbs. Your herbs will stay fresh in that. Like I, I, I am a, a bee lever. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Anyway, I was like, I need some Good more of this for in you. My life. Because what I do have is I do, I think I have three sheets of it. I have a small one, a medium one, and a large right. one. That's all I have. Yeah. And but I'm using it with like enough regularity at this point yeah. that I'm like, I need more than this, just these I mean. Yeah. And there was a 30% off coupon and I was yeah. like, I need to use this. Yeah. I and I mean initially I thought that they would because when I got it, I actually was gifted it. The Emmeline had gifted it to me and it sat, I never even opened it for, I don't even, over a year. And then I found it 
and then I was like, oh, I should use this. And um, and then I was like, oh, I really, really like this I a really lot. Like it. So really yeah, I like it. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's good. I've used it on bread, like a, a fresh loaf of bread and wrap mm. the bread. Works well. Cheese works well. Mm. Yeah, onions often use. Yeah. Yeah. But it's always over my salad, so I don't use saran. And then the, the thing is, is what, depending on what you're wrapping in it, if it isn't soiled, you just give it a quick wipe off. They actually say you don't have to even use like soap. You have to yeah. be careful. Obviously, you can't put it in hot water. It's beeswax. I mean, yeah, it will no. melt. But yeah. like lukewarm water, it's fine. Yeah. Should should we throw that in there? That's that's a tip for Tim. It's like beeswax, so don't wash it in soapy water, hot soapy water. He needs very clear, specific instructions about everything. <laughs> so, yeah. I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Love you. Um, but yeah, don't put it in hot water. You'd be like, why is it so like? <laughs> no one told me not to use yeah. hot water. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. No, though that's really exciting. I I do. I I know it's one of those things. It is it's not cheap to buy it. Mm-mm. Um but, but I'm telling you my grocery bills have not been cheap either. And so yeah. I'm paying attention this week and next to see oh. like what is actually happening here money-wise. That, that is super interesting that you notice that yourself. Yeah. Interesting. I I mean I'm I'll be in Canada next week you will notice and the guarantee uh, so interesting because it is shocking it, it feels like sticker shock to me uh-huh. when things that i know what the prices are because i buy them every week and yeah. all of a sudden the prices are one dollar more two dollars more like significant wow. increases yeah wow Doing that. Then the only other thing that I've been doing recently, other than finally making it to the end of the school year, was um, I read a book and then subsequently watched the Netflix special, which I had already seen, but I needed to see it again after having read the book because it was a book that you had mentioned to me ages ago. Mm hmm but I don't know if you ever read it. It was 10 Steps to Nanette, to Nanette by Hannah Gadsby. No, I had it. Yeah. No. I think so it was, I, I heard her on a podcast. Ah, and then, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because you were mentioning it to me. And I remember at the time I said, oh, I've seen that Netflix special. Yeah. Um, but I haven't read the book. So now I've gone back and I listened to the audiobook, and she, uh, she reads it herself. She's a comedian from Tasmania which is a part of Australia and and so then I listened to the audiobook and then I went back and I rewatched the Netflix special because she a lot of what's in the book is talking about the special like the making of the special and how it came together and how it was received and all of that and so I was like well now I have to go back and watch it again anyway it was a thoroughly enjoyable experience the book okay. and the special okay so it, well so i mean that's that's pretty much what's been you know keeping me occupied okay well i think i need to because because here's what keeps me so sometimes in the middle of the day because it's winter here it's just black and i just feel like oh i just need to i don't really want to do anything i'm just going to sit down and 
turn on the TV, but I only go to YouTube and watch like I'm honestly a, a kind of a little bit addicted to watching like. Um, oh, what is it called? It's like on the dole in Britain. OK, benefits Britain benefits Britain, it's called. OK. With giving me that uh, I, that look on your face. I want to know more about it. I don't understand what the show is. Well, benefits, meaning that these are unemployed. And so yeah. it is so there's so many people like in the UK, like the percentage of people who are unemployed and just collecting benefits, how their system works. Like if you haven't, you have to prove that you've actually gone to look for work or if you get sanctioned. So then they'll reduce your amount. If you have a, if you're in a, an apartment or a house where there's three bedrooms but only two are used and you get an amount deducted because you get a bedroom tax applied to you so frightening because it's really like a lot of young people who just they're in these small towns and just like um having children yeah. getting money what they spend it on like the, they're filming inside of their their homes and the the disarray and things are broken down it's like holy snap apple and what's the point of the show i think it's just well it's a reality it's like a reality show i guess it's just to really show like what is happening in the uk like Benefits Britain. Yeah, it's called Benefits Britain. And then every episode will have like another little like, like the other day it was Budget Brides. So it was like three couples living on benefits that are also planning a wedding and trying to save for it. And it's super interesting. It, I mean, it, I'm just fascinated by it, but it's it's also something that I can just sit down and it's like my guilty little pleasure, you know, to watch. Right. Well, speaking of guilty little pleasures, <laughs> I, I came home from work yesterday and Mark was already here because he'd uh, gotten off work early and he was actually was working at a location, like a different location that was super close to to my place. And so so I walk in the door and I can hear the television screaming, you know, and I'm yeah. like and so I'm like, oh, wow, like um uh, like, you know, this is great. Like I'm coming home to not an empty house, which was really lovely. So I walk in the door and he's laying on the couch watching the show and he's mm. like talking to the show, like chuckling <laughs> at the show, like, and, and I'm like, what are you watching? And he said what it was, but like, I didn't know what it was. So like, even when he said it, I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Like, whatever. So I go about my business, like doing what I'm doing, but I can hear it. And it sounds like Judge Judy, but like it's not Judge Judy, but it's okay. a judge show. Like yeah. where people have come on the show uh -huh. to like sue each other for like for bizarre yeah. reasons and the stories yeah. are strange, you know. And anyway, the show is I think it's called Hot Bench. Because okay. there's three judges. So it's okay. not just one judge that they plead their case to. But like these people and like these stories, you know. Anyway, he was just having the time of his life watching this show. And I'm like, what are you watching? And he's like, get, like, get, get this story. Get this. Like this woman is, he's like telling me what happened. I'm like, this is so bizarre. And, but like, 
I mean, you like what you like. He was very into it. <laughs> yeah. But isn't there a part of you, like, even when I watch Benefits Britain, that I'm just like, it's just that for me, I'm like, I can't imagine living like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You for know, sure. like the like, ones, the one story was like the, the one woman had loaned the other woman money, but then the yeah. other woman wasn't paying it back. But she was saying that she never knew that it was a loan. She thought yeah. that it was a gift. And then the one judge was like, so let's just look at this text message here where it said, yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I <laughs> love when the, I love those type of judges though. Right. It literally was the woman saying like, I'll have the money to pay you back like next yeah. week or something. Like he's like, why would you be paying her back if it was never a loan? And the yeah. woman's just looking at like, like she doesn't really know what to say anymore. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> but you wonder what are they getting out of it? Like, yeah. To be on the show. I mean, you know? there's got to be something. You would think. Whether maybe they don't have to pay for the actual court. Uh, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have to pay for an attorney or pay for. Like, yeah. For the like court, that. like the time and all yeah. of that sort of stuff. Like maybe, maybe that's what it is. I, I don't know. I don't know. For, for so. people to be entertained. Yeah. For people to be entertained. Guilty pleasures. I mean, that's not my guilty pleasure. I think if I were going to say what's my guilty pleasure when it comes to television, I mean, it's definitely also reality TV, but I like things like Survivor, Big Brother. Uh, yeah. You know, like I like like the competition shows, but I also love a game show. Like yeah. I will watch Family Feud like yes for for longer than is probably okay you know no, and be I, perfectly I'm, entertained by it for sure for sure because people say the stupidest things that come out of their mouth and they're you're like and it's hilarious it's hilarious, hilarious. yeah 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 i i agree or and they don't they don't even realize they've said it like they're so serious and you're yeah like, like this is a real guess yeah <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but isn't it, you know, it's that pressure. Whenever there's a time on something, don't you also feel like you're like, your brain can't, like, just can't. Put either, either it's like a block and you sing, yes. or it's like you say the first thing that comes out of your mouth and then you do, like, realize, like, oh, that was not the best guess. <laughs> yeah. That was really a dumb thing to say. Yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. So I, so those are definitely my guilty pleasures. I, I love a, I love a good co game show or competition style show. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check out Top Bench. Is that what you said? Uh, it was I think it was called Hot Bench. Okay, like a hot mess. So hot. Yeah, bench. yeah, yeah. The Hot okay. Bench. And then next week when we chat, hopefully we'll have. A couple of things that we've been reading that we can talk about. I'm really, yes. you've been reading a couple of super interesting things yeah. that I'm curious to hear about. And uh, we're hoping, actually, we're hoping to delve into the omnivores. Yes. So, yes. so if you have read that or if you, if that's on your radar, um, yes. hopefully next week, maybe next week or the week after we'll be chatting about that. Yeah, for sure. So All right. Some more foodie things coming up. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, well, thank you, Henny. Always a pleasure. Thank you to everyone who's continuing to listen. Um, 
you should go and have your lunch because I know it's after one o'clock here and it's after two o'clock for you. So that's yes. ridiculously late. Lunch time. But what a delight to be able to do this at this time of the day because you are on vacation. I cannot say enough good things about it. <laughs> I know. I know. You survived this rotten year, my sure friend. Sure did. Sure did. You sure did. did. You didn't. Well, you're thriving. Thanks for spending the morning with me. My pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure. And we'll chat to you uh, with you later. Okie dokie. All, All right. right. Ciao.